Hello, everybody. Welcome to When I'm High, the podcast that talks about what it's like to be high on cannabis. And this episode is part two of Seth's interview. Uh, In it, we start to explore a little bit more about his specific medical condition, how cannabis uh, plays a role in that, um, and then also just in general, as we usually talk about here, what it's like to be high. Something else that I did want to mention that is specific to me because I'm talking specifics is that the medical condition that I have is a neurologic issue. And that is one of the reasons that I do smoke so much is that it actually creates a situation where I do feel much more comfortable, but I'm also feeling much more aware. So it's, it's a really, it's different for me. And I think maybe, um, can you talk a little bit more about what what this is or, or how it affects you if you're if you're willing to and then how does cannabis help with that? Yeah, so what I've got is what's called restless leg syndrome and it's not what people think of like you know sitting on the couch and they and somebody's leg is jumping around all the time although that does happen to me. No, this is more along the lines of neurologic, misfiring or excessive firing going on so neurons or nerve endings are having issues or nerve insulation is having issues and causing muscle cramping or tingling or a lot of times i would have the sensation right before going to bed of my legs just being crawling with just crawling like like the muscles continuously micro cramping up and down. And so cannabis was amazing for me when I figured out that it worked. Um, How old were you when this, uh, when this started happening? And then um, when, how, how much longer after that did you realize cannabis could help with it? So it was, I was having issues in my late, late, late thirties, early forties. I don't, I think I was having issues in my late thirties, like 39 uh, but definitely was starting to have issues in my 40s where, and I was riding my bike a lot. I mean, I was riding, I was physically fit. So it was strange and I was having just muscle cramps and weakness in my legs. And it just is this almost like breakdown in your nerve system, nervous system. And it seems like it just starts in the lower extremities or legs first. And I was prescribed with a couple of different medications. The last one was gabapentin. and I was working as an engineer at the time and uh, it was messing with my day because I had to take it all the time and it actually definitely messes with your visual perception. I couldn't use it and work. So I had to quit using prescription medication for my neuropathy. And, and when I was working, I couldn't smoke. So I was in constant pain and I actually ended up basically giving up a desk job a really good desk job, which in the long term was a good thing because I'd been working outside my whole life anyway. But I ended up starting to use cannabis again after I lost that job and found out that this controlled all of my neuropathy. I had no problems whatsoever with it after that. And that's what I've stayed with. And this is one of the reasons that I've come back to cannabis and CBD uh, later in life is that it's just been for me a game changer in how I interact with the world again. I, I could really not even walk actually. I got to the point where I could not hike, I could not walk really, couldn't ride my bike. Yeah, debilitated and not there anymore. Yeah, it's 
really amazing to hear these um, these firsthand stories of how cannabis has helped people medically. Uh, I, I had no idea going into this that you had that situation. Usually if I'm uh, going to talk to somebody who I know has a fairly major medical situation um, that cannabis has helped with, I'm aware of that ahead of time, but I, I wasn't aware of this one. Um, you know, we didn't do like a pre-interview or anything like that. So um, I just I just find it so amazing that um, that it can help something that major uh in in such a drastic way and and literally changed your life i mean that's what it that's what it sounds like um so it it basically it stops the the cramping um do you know what literally is happening in your in your body to make this help yeah it's a general implement inflammatory issue so my neurologic system genetically i'm predisposed to restless leg syndrome my dad had it so that's a direct indicator uh, but it's basically a breakdown the way i understand and the way it feels too is it's a breakdown in the insulation around your nerves and so essentially signals are are are, are not going directly to the place they need to go and actually they're getting out into muscles or areas that they don't need to go at all and which creates a feedback system and it's like a storm so then you end, but then you end up with a further inflammation. And so it's like this catch 22, it just keeps building on itself. And so the cannabis actually really helps to, and C, the CBD helps to reduce the inflammation. The cannabis kills the pain and the cramps. So THC and the cannabis really helps with the pain and the cramping. And then the CBD, just general infl- inflammatory response reduction, balancing your uh, your immune system so your inflammation response is a lot more balanced it's so amazing that this one plant can do this um, so I'm, I'm glad that you were able to find something that helps you so much uh, with with that so clearly you know that's that's why you you are high to some level you know whether it's just CBD or, or THC for for hours on end um, do you do you find that you um, that your tolerance has changed because you use it so often? Um, yeah, tolerance changes over time with each strain. So I find if I strain, I swap or change strains, uh, tolerance shifts away or, or resets a little bit, I guess is a better way of saying it. Yeah, definitely. I had, I, I would say I definitely have a higher tolerance. I mean, I'm taking 300 milligrams of CBD a day generally. Um, which is far and away beyond what most people ever take. And a lot of it is because I'm trying to heal myself and I'm really interested in doing it. I, my father, he passed, he died when he was 74. He had a really good life, but he had pain and he had issues and I'm genetically predisposed to that. I really want to be proactive in how I manage my inflammation and that's that's been my motivation. And that's one of the reasons that Becca and I are doing the work we're doing with the wildcrafted uh, medicinals and CBD. Yeah, it's it's no surprise that that you got into that, um, and I'm sure that's a big part of why you uh, you know went back to Oregon and and live where you do uh, and and do what you do because because of that. It's um, it, 
I, I, I'm not surprised <laughs> of the decisions that you made because that is a, a life-changing physical malady. Um, and, and once you find that thing that, that helps that, um, yeah, you want to you wanna stick with that. Um, so let's see, I'm trying to, I'm looking through my list of questions, you know, just, um, I don't want to say get back on track because obviously what we were just talking about is very much on track. Um, but, uh, so, uh, one of the, one of the typical questions is what is your sense of time? Like, I think you might've mentioned this a little bit before. Um, but, but how, how does that change for you when you get high? It usually feels like it slows down. It usually feels like my perception of time is, is, is a lot slower. And so when you say slower, do you mean um, an hour has gone by, but it feels like four hours? Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Often I'll do a job. I'll be working at a job for maybe 20 minutes, and it feels like I've been doing it for an hour. But I've also gotten something done that feels like that should have taken an hour. Yeah, and and. and what do you what do you what do you attribute that sense of time change like um is it what's what's going on in your head that makes it feel like it's going so slow mm, that's a good question i would say that i the scientific part of my mind probably kicks in and i think that my short term memory is probably being short circuited and all my memories are having to somehow be routed to my long term memory or it's taking a lot more time to get to my long term memory so that i can play with them or remember them or somehow perceive them. I, I don't know. Or maybe there's a, there's a routing without the memory system in there. Maybe there's a routing change. I don't know. That's, that's the magic of it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's very hard to put into words, even when you, even if you do understand it, which I don't think most of us even do, uh, which is partly why I'm doing this, because I love asking people these questions and, and you know, just sort of figuring it out if we can. Um, but so related to focus and time, you obviously just brought up memory. Um, can you delve a little bit more deeply into how your memory is affected? I definitely, it definitely affects my short term memory. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. And I've had to consciously work on tools to retain things that I want to retain. So, I mean, like repetitively or, or actually creative ways of thinking about something that I, I know I forgot, which is the weird thing. It's like being aware that I, it's like having Alzheimer's sometimes, um, where I know I forgot something. I know what it is. It's on the tip of my tongue. I just can't get to it and have to roundabout get to it by changing the way I'm thinking. So that's kind of coming up with different strategies, but it definitely does affect how I store my thoughts and memories. And I have to be very conscious of them and aware of them, which is, I think, a good thing. It's a good thing? I think I think being aware and trying aware of my thoughts and more aware of my now my reality and what's going on and like having to be consciously interacting with my thoughts <laughs> it's a it's strange to say that in that way but that's kind of the way I've had to approach it because I'm living with it all the time I'm I'm basically I'm smoke I'm on THC and CBD most of the time yeah, it's sort of an interesting problem to have because because of your physical, uh, your medical issue, you almost have to be on cannabis in some form for 
every, a good chunk of every day. But with that comes these other issues, specifically memory. Uh, that's probably one of the the worst ones. I put worst in air quotes um, because, you know, yeah, you don't want to forget a thing that you're doing in the moment. And, you know, pretty much everybody has memory issues when they get high. So I, I find it so interesting that you've sort of had to be very conscious of that probably from, you know, trial and error that you have to, you had to come up with a way to deal with the memory issues because it's not like you're going to stop taking this, this, this medicine. Um, it's funny the way you were describing how you had to deal with these memory issues because, uh, I, I feel like I've had memory, memory issues my whole life. Um, I, you know, I'll have a thought and maybe it's because I have so many thoughts all at once. But I'll have a thought and then it's gone. And I, I, you know, what was I just about to say to these people? What was I just thinking about? I don't know. Even earlier today, I was doing something. I can't even remember exactly what it was. But I, I knew I was like, okay, I have to do this thing. And then I started going to look at my computer for whatever it was. And then within a minute, I was like, I had gotten so lost in thought of or whatever it was that I couldn't even remember exactly what I was doing, what the specific thing it was that I was looking for. Um, and it sounds, it sounded very similar to, to what you're doing. So then I had to sort of backtrack and think, okay, what, what was I doing, you know, just a minute ago? What, what am I looking for? And I had to sort of search my brain to, to find that thing. And eventually I did figure it out. Um, but it was, it was so, interesting to hear, you know, kind of my thoughts coming back at me, um, but in, in a different way. And, you know, and I, there was, there was no cannabis involved whatsoever. I mean, this was completely sober. I, I have these issues. I, I think that focus and time and memory are, are very connected in, in all the interviews that I've done. Um, there's definitely something going on with those three specifically. I'm sure creativity is in there somewhere, but there's something about those three that seem very, very interconnected um, with cannabis. Yeah, I would definitely agree that those are all all interconnected. And because of the focus, the time and the memory con- uh, intersectionality, it, I think that then creates this creativity uh, openness or openness to creativity. So I think that's maybe like a secondary orbit or something. Creativity spins out of that, hmm. but definitely. Yeah, that's an interesting way to think about that. And I'm going to have to put some more brain power on that idea <laughs> at, a, at a future date. Um, so what about music? Um, listening to music, how does music change when you get high? Um, I don't know if you play music, but if you do, um, how is that affected when you get high? Music feels more emotionally connected for me when I'm high just and it depends on like the state I'm in yeah again I think it it heightens the emotional quality of the media that I'm experiencing that's what it does it's it's like it becomes richer it becomes more interesting my focus might be more on something sometimes my visual focus might be on something a little esoteric but I'm still feeling like I'm absorbed in it entirely. And that's actually, I think what it is, is it feels like I'm more absorbed in whatever media I'm experiencing. So it sounds like that's similar to, to movies and TV show, TV shows. Um, So is it something like if it's, if it's funny, it's going to be a lot more funny. If it's sad, you're going to, you're going to, your emotions are going to 
sort of sort of uh, empathetic. You're more empathetic to the emotions that are happening within that piece of media. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely say that. I think that there are a lot of people in the world who need to have a little bit more empathy in their lives. So maybe we can get them to try some cannabis. Yeah, I mean, I grew up a young redneck in Western Oregon and uh, dumping alcohol and smoking weed has probably been the best thing to reduce my anxiety and fear out of anything else in the entire world. So I wish all rednecks would do it. (laughs) Uh, so you know one of my questions is how has your view of the world changed since you started smoking pot so regarding that you know have there been any specific things that you can think of in your life in your views of the world of other uh, you know other people the other um that have specifically been changed because of you because of cannabis yeah that's you you hit the nail on the head earlier with it. it 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 provided a a window into what empathy is. And I think I grew up with some really great parents and family values, but also dealing with the outside world is a challenge. And parents sometimes don't have all the answers to that. And I think it cannabis actually provided a a small way of being outside of my box and aware of others feelings it's strange to say that in a way but i think my friends and i who were at the time smoking together we we were deep in discussion about at the time politics and history and stuff and it it helped with those conversations too it definitely stimulated those so yeah it really opened it up are there any specific moments in your past that you can um that you can look at and say this this was a change like this day you know i got high with my friends and we had this conversation and and i had a a change in viewpoint do you have anything specific like that in your life yeah yeah i do um (laughs) my best friend james and i hanging out under the bridge in salettes on the way out of town uh it was dark watching bats flying around and there's no traffic just let's listening to the river go by and we were both he was like 16 and i think i was 8 17 he was 15 i was 17 as so i was getting ready to leave town for the army we were talking about life and where we were going and what we were going to do and what we wanted to see and how we wanted to experience the world i def- i distinctly remember that that's really deep and moving connective yeah, that sounds like a pretty impactful situation and definitely one that is memorable. Um, and sort of related to this, uh, do you think your spirituality in whatever way that you want to define that, do you think that has changed at all because of cannabis? I don't think it's changed. I was, I think, always on this path. I mean, I was confirmed in the Lutheran Church when I was like 15 years old, but I haven't really been back since and i think it's been that empathy although the there's nothing bad i can say about the lutheran church i grew up in i just have a problem with christianity in general and the things that it's propagated i know it's a great social order but i just yeah it i can go down that road it's it's not changed my spirituality i think it's made me deeper more deeply connected to the wild and the earth and 
how beautiful the space is that we inhabit and how much that we should treasure and enjoy and love it. Not to death, but to rejuvenate it. Yeah, and I, uh, like I said with empathy, I, I think a lot more people need to uh, sort of come to that realization because clearly we have a lot of problems with that these days and it's just been getting worse and worse. Um, yes, I agree with you on all of these statements. Um, so, you know, given the fact that, you know, you you um, you do tend to be high for a good chunk of each day, and I, I know that I keep on saying that and it sounds like a judgment. It is not a judgment. You know, I'm just saying the way it is. So, um, you know, there's a relatively short amount of time in each day that you are, you know, technically sober. I put that in air quotes. Do you, but do you feel like cannabis has affected your sober life at all in the way that you make decisions or just the way that you see the world? Um, see the world. Well, it would it definitely, uh, hmm. I don't know if it's altered my perceptions of the world really. It's just, again, it's heightened them. And how has it changed them? Um, the way I've made decisions, I've, I've changed my life to encompass cannabis because it's felt so good. That's, that's what's, that's, it's been a big decisions for me. Those decisions have been great. They've led me to the place I live now, to the thing that we're doing now, which I feel really balanced with. I did not feel that balance before in the places that, even though I lived in beautiful places and amazing, got to see and do amazing things, it just didn't feel in balance. There was something always a little bit off. And so here it feels, feels right. So life is good. Life is good. I love that. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing to hear when people literally change the course of their life because of one thing, uh, you know, and, you know, b- because this is a cannabis podcast, I think it's especially amazing that it was because of cannabis that, you know, that led you down the path that you're on. So, you know, one of my questions is how much is pot in your life? And that can be interpreted in many different ways, obviously. So, but how, how would you interpret that? Do you give it a, a, a percentage of how much it is a part of your life? Yeah, it's, uh, shapes, it shapes everything. It is a part of my life, 100%. It's 100% a part of my life. Yeah, between, you know, the fact that it helps you medically so drastically and, and your work is, is all about it, that's obviously, to me, it, it's, it has a huge, huge, it is a huge part of your life. Um, you know, and some of these I'm not going to ask just because I think that they're pretty obvious. You know, have your views towards pot changed over the years? Well, yeah, it's, it's helping you medically. Do you appreciate it? I'm going to say that, yeah, you probably do appreciate it. Um, so what... What do you think your future with cannabis will be? Um, you know, this is for the business. This is for your personal life. What does that look like to you? I think it's more outreach, more working with people of who have chronic issues and want to try something alternative. So I think it's really about advocacy and outreach because CBD it just is understudied and un- not totally understood and it's even with great information that's coming out now that's the scientific information that's coming out now it's still not easily translatable to the general population so i think that's really where it's at is advocacy and outreach 
I really like that. Um, and I, I definitely think that we need a lot more about that, a lot more of that, um, both with, you know, with all the different topics, that, topics that we've been talking about. Um, medically, obviously, that's most important. We need to be able to study it more, test it, uh, get it more legalized throughout the country, throughout the world, so we can do all of that testing. And then, like you said, to get that information to the general public, um, both from a medical side, but also, like we said, from from a um, from a, a head high side, from an empathy side, from a love and compassion side, because I think that that's where a lot of this, what what a lot of this comes down to. Um, do you have any stories? Uh, I ask I ask everybody this. I love to hear stories about cannabis because it just it just you know it it brings a lot more specificity to to the conversation. So when you think about your history with cannabis, are there any other specific stories that jump out at you that you haven't told yet? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stories. <laughs> There's some that I don't like to tell. There's some that I I really do think are important, like in the out, advocacy and outreach part too. This, I, this isn't really a story. It's more of like cannabis, in my judgment, heightens our awareness and heightens our, our feelings and heightens our sensory perceptions. Be aware of that when you partake. Be aware that if you're feeling sad, it may make it worse. If you're feeling happy, it may make it even happier. If you're feeling anxiety, it may make you more anxious, but that you have to relax and feel into it. And that's, I think, the issue is that we need to feel into who we are and what we're going through. And cannabis helps us do that. So that's my story. I like that story a lot. Um, and just my last question is, what do you want to say to cannabis? If it were in the room with you, uh, if it were if it were going away and you wouldn't be able to enjoy it, what would you want to say to it? I love your magic. I hope you get to express your magic in some other place just as much as you've expressed it in my space. Yeah. I love that yeah. sentiment. That's one that I have not heard yet. If I had to say goodbye. And say, and, and say goodbye, yes. Uh, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, none of us will ever have to say goodbye. I don't think that's going to happen. As many people have said, it is a weed. It will grow almost literally anywhere. Um, so thank you very much for being a part of this this podcast, for doing this interview. Uh, we had some technical difficulties in the middle, which I hope I will be able to completely cover with editing and nobody will ever notice except for the fact that I just said it. Um, and I just want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, you can follow me on social media. But more importantly, go check out Nymph and Woodsman. I will put all of their links in the episode description Um, I will also do that on social media as well, so you can all easily find their products. Um, I wish uh, Seth and Becca the best. I hope they're having a great time uh, living on this beautiful farm with all these people and cannabis and farming all around. It sounds amazing. Um, So with that, we're going to end this episode there. Thank you all for listening. And until next time, uh, this is Spencer and my guests talking about what it's like to be high. Thank you. Thank you.